are listening to Onward with William McCarthy. Bienvenidos. Thank you for being a part of my very chilled out podcast. A reimagined podcast where we could all be together as one with hammocks and our hearts and a starry night. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm in denial. Looking out my window, it looks like deep Soviet Union in February. And that's no disrespect to the Soviet Union, but I saw the Chernobyl documentary and it was pretty bleak. I'd like to send a shout out to Belarus and uh, Eastern Bloc. Anybody who's used to this kind of sparseness, um, but I am not. So let's just imagine that we're out on a beach as I was seven days ago. Now, I remember coming into Mexico, actually coming into Escondido, I saw a couple and I mean this in the best way, but they looked pretty Midwestern. The guy, the guy had a backward baseball hat on and very um, kind of like skinny jeans, sweatpants. And the girl was sort of a thicker girl, freckles. She had that like American thing happening. And we came up to them and said, how's it going over there? Or how's it going over here? They're like, she's like, oh, oh, not very good, unfortunately. I'm like, oh man, are you guys from, are you guys from the Midwest? Yeah, we're from Chicago. How'd you know? <laughs> Anyways, I'm like, so what's going on? Oh, we're 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 real sick. He just looked at me, his eyes were bulging out, like it's bad. Anyways, so I go through this. I'm eating street tacos. I'm drinking. Pina coladas with ice in it. You know, I'm brushing my teeth in the faucet. I'm brushing my teeth in the shower. And I make do with this whole thing. And I get home. And I decide, it's time, Bill. You've been wilding out for a while. You've been eating strange tortas. And not even Diet Cokes. Just straight Coke. Mexican Coca-Cola's in a bottle. It's time for you, buddy. So I decided to go on a, a protein cleanse. And what I mean by that is cutting out all carbs and flour and rice, just going on protein. And I have a barbecue. I'm not really sure how much protein's, propane's in it anymore in the backyard. And um, when I was doing some of my like kind of protein dieting this fall, I was using it a lot. So I go down to the grocery store and I buy six steaks, right? You know, they're on sale. <laughs> I'm really happy about it. It's Monday. So I get them. I'm all excited. I get them home. And I uh, throw them on the, on the barbecue. And I do it right. I get a little bit of a barbecue rub. Put some spices on there. I uh, crack some pepper on there. Throw it on the grill. And I, uh, I eat it. Make some small veggies. Have a big, nice soda water. Water with bubbles. I'm eating it and I taste what seems to taste like plastic. Now, when you have burnt tips 
on a steak or a barbecue, it's an interesting taste. There's some kind of otherworldly melted spices going on. There's a kind of an earthy campfire taste. So you can't really tell what the hell's going on in there. Uh, so as I continue eating the steak, I didn't, you know, that tastes like plastic, but it, I don't know, man, just hang in there. Uh, maybe you're just back in America and your, your senses are kind of going nuts and I start eating it. And uh, I get through half the steak and I turn it over and I see saran wrap. <laughs> like a melted, kind of crystallized, almost like when someone does like a creme brulee. Um, where they like torch, <laughs> they torch the top of the ice cream or the cake or whatever, and it melts. That's what the bottom of the stick looked like with like a saran wrap. And, and I think a little wax paper too. So I'm eating it and, and I, I tried, tried to chip it off. And just as I did that, I start feeling a little nauseous, a little, uh, maybe a little seasick. <laughs> so I go back in the house. And I just, I go, I, being a trooper, I packed up the steak, put it in some Tupperware in the fridge, and just wrote it out. But I heard some weird noises. I heard a... Eyes. <laughs> Anybody else hear that? No problem. I'm sitting there, I got my iPad on my stomach, I'm... Laying back, trying to get some sleep. Focused about my diet. Okay, that's bad. Now, I made it to the next morning. And that's... It was all fine. Bridget was gone. I was hanging out. I make myself a coffee. Um, and... That's when it happened. I, I nearly lost control of the vehicle. <laughs> I run to the bathroom, and everything that should have happened in Mexico happened in Brooklyn. It was like, basically sounded like I was taking a piss, right? And, oh, sorry. Disclaimer. What you are about to hear on this podcast does include bowel humor. If anybody's uncomfortable with bathroom humor, it's probably a good idea to just catch the next podcast and pass on this one. So anyway, I'm pissing out of my ass. And I'm sitting there, and you know what? I'm telling myself, hey, this is good. You're getting back to the gym. Drop a couple LBs. Get in there. Shake and bake. Let's do this. All right. Came back. Montezuma's Revenge came back. So then, okay, fine. I'll go to the bathroom every hour. That's not a problem. Okay, so Tuesday ends. It's manageable manageable soup ass. I could deal with that. Wednesday comes. Oh. Now it's starting to hurt. Uh, I'm, I'm, now I'm no longer wiping. I'm kind of like blotting. <laughs> In my, which could only be described as a very angry starfish. My starfish is raw. My bum. So I'm now I'm, now I'm running the toilet paper under the faucet to then blotting. 
And that was painful. <laughs> Keeps going. The next day. Now we got a problem. Ah. Uh, so I, I came up with something. I call it the McCarthy Method. Now, if anybody's out there and they're dealing with Montezuma's Revenge or Saran Wrap melt on your steak and you're in bad shape, go ahead and get yourself a couple ice cubes, one at a time. I uh, grabbed an ice cube and I went in there prepared. And pr before I blotted, I wiped with the ice cube. So, bathroom, blot, ice cube, blot, end. Next time, bathroom, wipe, blot, ice cube, blot, ice cube. Now, there's a lot of fancy creams out there. There's, a lot of, there's lots of dazzling pills and displays of modern medicine. I say no, fellow Americans. I say an ice tray is all you need. And a strong belief in yourself. That's why I wrote this song. I wrote Portlison all night. I had a long, long fright I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do So I sat to take a poo And the hell that I went through I was angry I was scared Oh God, when will the pain stop? I'm wiping my butt with ice cubes, oh no I thought being a band was difficult But going to the bathroom was something you found from the freezer ain't good Now, after my time in Mexico, 
I realized I need to do study Spanish. So I picked up the Duolingo app. And can we just talk about why these people send you so many damn instant emails, 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 in, at least in America? Is anybody getting ridiculous amount of, call, of phone calls for auto insurance? Hi, we see that you've renewed your car insurance. I'm like, no, dick, I don't have a car. I have a motorcycle. And, and I think that there's bots that are selling information. I've heard that Facebook sells your information. I've read, actually. And I feel like my information's being sold. And I don't like it because I'm getting a lot of calls. And anyway, so when I signed up for a, a, a Spanish course online, um, I'm very wary. But, of course, they start. They start their little emails. And then it comes in and you have to be the big bad guy and just starts unsubscribing. Every single thing that you do, you it's like you're just on an email list and they start blasting you. There's no like, hi, is it okay if we send some emails? No, we're going to blast you anyway. So yes, I'm taking a Spanish course. It's difficult to find my level. I started speaking Sp uh, Spanish words as a little baby. Um, because of my, I lived in Watsonville, California, which is predominantly Latino. And then I went to a school, which is my sister and my school is, I'd say 50% Mexican. And then I went to, so you have to go to Spanish class in California. And then later on, Mexico and Europe and Spain, all that. So I don't know what level I'm at. I I don't know how to, I, I can speak I can I can speak pretty good. I'm struggling very. I'm struggling with the the male, the 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 masculine and feminine, because you modify each word, like or you modify certain words, um, it, as to when you're speaking to a woman and to a man. Very difficult. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm up to. And as I've said before, I've got a couple different projects. I'm directing two videos. One um, is with a fella in Manhattan. He is a designer and an editor. And another is by myself. So this is my second, this will be third videos that I've directed. And I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. Um, I'm doing a bit of filming today. Actually, after this podcast, I'm going right into filming. I've got a little bit of space, um, a nice empty white wall, and I think I can do a lot of magic with that. I've been really inspired lately by, or re-inspired. I grew up in the Reagan years, and a lot of what was going on in California at that time, because there was no internet, I couldn't possibly know what was going on in England and the punk scene, but I think the British stuff started in the 70s. It took, of course, a big lag time, but it took several years for it to get to California, and there was a, a tremendous Southern California punk scene, but there's also a Northern California punk scene. Um, Probably the biggest band that came out of that era would be the Dead Kennedys. And I grew up in Northern California, so we had amazing punk rock. And it was very much, um, it bled into the skateboarding scene. So surfers, skateboarders, and punks, and Rastas, and graffiti kids, and so on. They're all kind of like drawing from a similar well, right? And uh, what we really enjoyed back then is we had some amazing Xerox art. Like what basically punk rockers would do or like, you know, punk bands is they would just go to a Xerox machine and they would take, for example, you know, the 
Queen Elizabeth or Ronald Reagan, and they would Xerox their face, and they would put white out you know, <laughs> over their eyes, and they'd make their eyes cross, and they'd have devil horns, and they'd have all kind of, like, you know, do all these embellishments to it, which was really, like, ingenious. And I've the more DIY I get, I'm just really, like, kind of excited about this uh, this method. So I've been getting inspired by that, and I'm trying to enter that into my new album. Can I even say campaign? My new album? My, my new, yeah, my new album campaign. And it's been it's been pretty lovely so far. So I've been investigating on how to do that. And it's funny with these, like, time-honored traditions of... Uh, Sorry, uh, with with the kind of underground stuff, it's really you, you feel a little like ingenuine, like looking uh, how how to pull off what the punk rock kids did with your um, laptop and a Xerox machine. Feels a little bit funny, but hey, what are you gonna do? Life's all right, man. How's everybody doing out there? It's, let's be honest, man. I'm trying to like just describe it like i'm sure you're seeing similar stuff but when i look outside it's like a a muted light there's not a le there's no leaves anywhere i do i don't think that people are particularly um depressed i do see them out at the bars a lot and i did see the look in people's eyes when they were saying like you're, you're tan man you're uh pretty tan man um so 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 tan it's like this sad northeastern look. Um, well, now is the time, man. I want to urge you if you can if you can use flyer miles or you can find a cheap deal, man. I think I I think that Puerto Rico, which could actually use, would actually like has been through a lot this past year and probably could use the tourism. Puerto Rico is two hundred dollars away, I believe, two hundred and fifty, maybe three hundred. So one hundred fifty each way. And you're chilling, and you're helping a, um, you're helping an island, and you're helping a, a bunch of wonderful people who could really use, um, use the business. But yeah, man, get out there. This is the time. I'm trying to master the winter now. If I'm talking to people who are in Southern California or in, you know, Texas or wherever it's warm or Mexico, um, I, I, there's some listeners from Australia, Israel. Well, good for you. It's so weird, isn't it? Like when I was just like, just, you know, one week ago, seven days, blue skies every day. I was eating pineapple for breakfast. I was listening to like strange tropical type bird, bird calls every morning, barking dogs. People were coming by on pedaling bicycles that had, with uh, coolers on the back with a walkie talkie shouting out that they had tamales. <laughs> It's like incredible, man. And then I come here and it's like the dingy, sad, like the the poor boiler. There's like a boiler repair shop next to me. And these guys just back the van and every day, beep, 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 beep. And they get out. The guys next door, these like kind of grumpy Russian guys that have some kind of like construction business. They're a bunch of fun. Um... I see the woodworkers to the left of me. Um, they go out for their cigarette breaks, but they're like not even taking their gloves off anymore. Just, <laughs> I will say it's creepy though. Anybody else notice that it's like there's no snow this year? Oh, dear Lord. 
Anyways, I hope I haven't talked your ear off. Again, remember ice cubes. Um, it really worked. I, I mean, it was like, do you ever, anyone ever see Cheech and Chong back in the day? <laughs> that famous scene where he's sitting in the bathroom stall just going, come on, ice cream. <laughs> he ate too much spicy food. Those ice cubes saved my life. I'd like to uh, send a shout out to ice cubes. Okay, friends. I'm going to go ahead and shut this down. I am working on a tour right now, which will be starting in April. And it will it's going to be in a country that I love very dearly. And I can't announce it yet, but I'm getting some um, one last show to confirm for this tour. And I have a handful of shows next month. Other than that, listen, I'm wishing you well. Get out there. Let's figure this damn winter out. I don't like it. All right, you crazy kids. Shine on, you crazy diamonds. I'm going to get back to it. It's time for me to get the camera out. I got to finish this damn video. Then I got to finish some other stuff. We got a full-blown functioning studio over here, folks. I'm making, I'm making my way as an independent artist, and I love it. And I love you guys. So thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to Honored with William McCarthy live from some frozen tundra hellhole.